Bibles, come on, let's go quickly to our text for today. The book of Exodus, the 17th chapter, the first seven verses. Thank you, brother. And it reads from the New King James Version like this. Then all the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of sin according to the commandment of the Lord and camped in Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people contended with Moses and said, give us water that we may drink. So Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, why is it you have brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord saying, what shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, go on before uh, the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take your hand with your rod which you struck the river and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock in Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and the water will come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. So he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah, because of the contention of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord, saying, is the Lord among us or not? May God bless his holy word. Just want to try to talk briefly on the thought, look for your rocks. Look for your rocks. You know the background of this story, amen. Children of Israel prayed long and hard to be taken out of the land of Egypt, out from under slavery and bondage. Amen. And they prayed and they prayed. And finally, the Lord heard their prayer and sent Moses, amen, to deliver the people out of Egypt. Amen. And as they were leaving out of Egypt with all excitement and joy and festivities in their hearts and in their minds, they had gold, they had silver, they had their, they had their livestock, they had their grandmas and grandpas, amen. They even got the body of Joseph and they were taking him out of Egypt, amen. Taking him back to the promised land, if you will. Everybody was happy and rejoicing and then they got to the Red Sea. And they came up with this statement. Have you brought us here to kill us? We can't go nowhere. The Red Sea is before us. And Moses had a conversation, if you will, with the Lord. And the Lord said, use what you got, Moses. And Moses stood and told the people, stand still and see the salvation of God. 
And God, through his nostrils, breathed into the Red Sea. Now, it's really the Reed Sea, but, but it, we call it the Red Sea. Amen. And, and it opened up, and the children of Israel went through on dry land. Did they not? And then they were worried because Pharaoh's army was after them. But Moses had told them, I need you to understand, you will see Pharaoh's army no more. And so as Pharaoh's army was entering into the areas where the Red Sea was, where the children of Israel had run through, the sea collapsed in on them and destroyed them. All the people saw the wonderful miracle of God. And as they were journeying, as they were going on, amen, there was another issue. And they turned on Moses again. Have you brought us out here? Ain't no bread. Ain't no meat. We done run out of meat. We done ran out. What, what is the deal? What, have you brought us here? And Moses and God were having a conversation. And Moses said to God, your people, Lord, your, your people, your, 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 your people, your, your peeps. And God turned around and said, no, Moses, them your peeps. <laughs> Read the Bible. That's what it says. Amen. And, 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 and they were concerned. So, so what did God do? So when they went to sleep at night, God prepared manna from heaven to come down and be available for them when they got up in the morning. And there were specific instructions. Only get one omar. On Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday and on Thursday, but on Friday get two. And you know how some people don't follow instructions. And the Bible tells us those that didn't follow instructions when they got up, their omer of manna had spoiled. You got to follow the instructions of God. So later on, as we read at this point in our text, amen, they had been moving on forward toward the place where, well, well, Horeb, if you will, toward the place where God had expressed to Moses to bring the people, amen. And there now they got another problem. All the water gone. Fiji wasn't around. Dasani was nowhere to be found. They didn't have it. What have you brought us out here, Moses, to die of thirst? Look at our children. I mean, you know, it's bad when they can reach all the way back and talk about the cattle. The cattles are thirsty. We're thirsty, and you, don't, you brought us out here to die. And here goes Moses again. God, your people. Not only now, the difference now is they're ready to stone me. And the Lord gave him instructions. He said, Moses, take a couple of the elders with you and go, go forward a little bit. Go out of Rephidim into the, into the or to Horeb. And there you will find there, take your rod with you and, and, and I'll be there waiting for you. Now, the uniqueness of this whole text is, now, you, you got to understand theology and the reality of the word. Where it says they were in the wilderness of sin, that is not sin like you and I know it. The wilderness of sin represents the wilderness of sign, 
Sinai, as the old country folk used to say. Sinai. It was in the valley just before you got to Horeb. And Mount Sinai and Mount Horeb really are the same. Okay? Y'all got that? So they were in the valley part. And they were upset. So God told Moses, get a few of the elders and come on up a little higher. And when they got up a little higher, the God gave them instruction. He said, Moses, now take what you have. Take, take, take your staff and strike the rock. Well, now that kind of mess with a whole lot of folk, amen, because they really don't understand the composition of a rock. <laughs> there, there are physical properties of rock. They're dense, yes, they have density, they have specific gravity, they have water content, they have a degree of saturation, they have poricity, and they have pore numbers. That simply means, my brothers and sisters, that if you look at it, it only made sense for God to tell Moses to strike the rock because the rock had everything it needed to help the people with. It had everything. God just allowed the nature of the rock to become the nature of the rock. We look at these things, this, this density really is, is, is commonly used. It deals with the gravity, if you will, to, to help us to determine the thickness, if you will, of, of the situation. The, 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 the density is the thickness of it, amen. And when gravity, that means the weight of it. It's, 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 it's like, it's, it's like how, how heavy is it? You know, you can pick up a pebble and then you can pick up a rock. And then what we call, you can pick up a stone. Huh? Then you can pick up a boulder. But they all have the same properties. And each one is based upon its weight. How much is in it, amen, determines what it is. How much the water content in it is it? Is it how much is it that we have to deal with? So when we deal with our life, my brothers and sisters, the reality of it is, is that God has placed rocks in our way. And when rocks get in our way, we need to understand how to deal with it. We might have rocks of hardship. You got to know how to deal with it. How much weight have you put in your rock? How much pressure have you put in your rock? How many tears have you cried in your rock? When, when, when you need God to come by and help you, go look for your rock because everything you need is in the rock. Everything you need is in the rock. It will bring you to the realities that if the Lord did it yesterday, if the Lord fixed it yesterday, surely he'll make everything all right. You see, one of the things that we have to realize about our rocks is that God prepared them a long time ago. And knowing that we would find ourselves in the midst of struggle today and the rock would be there to take care of us. Isn't it amazing how God tells Moses to get the elders and take them there? And then God says, I'll meet you there. Put it all together that when trouble comes your way, find your rock and God will meet you there. When, when hardships and heartaches come your way, find your rock and God will meet you.
there. He will pour out his blessings upon you. He'll see you through. Even though we ask the question, is God with us or not? Trouble is on every hand. They used to say, I'm so glad. Trouble don't last always. In more modern days, is it weeping? May endure for a night. But joy is going to come in the morning. So my brothers and sisters, whatever you're going through, I need you to look for your rocks. Because there God has already prepared that rock to bring you what you need. All you have to do is use what God has already given you to get you through the stuff you had before. Is there anybody here that's had some trouble in your life? And somehow, some way, the Lord made a way out of no way for you. Well, if he did it before, what makes you sure that he can't do it again? But I declare there have been some sick among us. And the Lord has gone by hospital rooms and fixed situations and circumstances. There have been some folk that have been down to their last dime. But God made a way and put a little money in their account. I don't know about you, but if there's a witness up in here that doesn't mind telling somebody, he is my rock in my weary land. He's my shelter in my time of storm. Is there anybody here that's not ashamed to tell the world, I've got a rock and this rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus. When we look at our world, places burning down, places going crazy, people acting a fool and nutty and shooting and killing everybody. White folk, black folk, red folk, green folk, folk jumping on folk, amen. Folk acting a fool with boats and carrying on. Amen. Is there a folding chair in the house? I mean, is there anybody that understands that every now and then you've got to understand that you've got to do what God wants you to do? I wish I had a cap right about now because whenever I need the Lord, whenever I need some help, I'm just going to throw it up and the Lord will make a way out of no way for me. I wish somebody knew. Hallelujah! Call upon him and he will respond. Look for your rock. Look for it. Hallelujah. Look for it. How many tears have you shed in it? How many heartaches have you placed in it? Just know that God has already prepared your refuge. He's already prepared your situation to be exact, to, to, to feel like God is indeed with you. Is God with us or not? Well, just let me say this and I'm going to take my seat. If Jesus had to be spat upon. If Jesus had to be kicked to the curb. If Jesus had to have trouble, his partners, his homeboys, turn on him. If, if Jesus, somebody had to lie on him. 
if, if, if Jesus, after feeding folk, amen, and after getting their praise, would hear them in a few days just simply say, crucify him. Surely you and I can understand that trouble is going to come in our lives sometime. But I need you to know there is a rock. I said there is a rock that you can go to. There is a rock. There's a rock. There's a rock. There's a rock. And so we have to determine in that old hymn, in times like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. Be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Ah, this rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be, be, be very sure your anchor holds. Is God with us or not? He is. He's seen you through already. He'll do it some more. But trust in the Lord with all of your heart. I'm not, I'm not too fond of stones. Well, you better go talk to David. Where did he get those stones from? He got him out of the bed of the river where stones find themselves with full and enough moisture to do what they need to do. So, so David, 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 got five smooth stones. And he just put one in his sling. I gotta let y'all go. Next time you look at a rock, understand the properties in that rock. Though it may look dry, though it may look dirty and dusty, the composition of it is the weight of it, what's in it, how much water has already been prepared to live in it, to benefit it, and to benefit you. <sighs> Look for your rocks. They are there. They are there. And when you find yourself in trouble, huh? It's all right to look for the for the bat signal. 
Some of y'all don't know what that is. You know, the stuff that went down in Montgomery, Alabama, the brother threw up his hat. They call that, that was the bat signal because everybody that had some sense came to help. When you're in trouble, look for the rock. 